Hello and welcome to Music is My Medicine. Today's guest is a songwriter and rapper from North London. With his clever and often hard-hitting lyrics, he wants to challenge his listeners to reflect. In the past couple of years, he released two successful albums, Spectrum and Late Shift, and played concerts in the UK and America. Let's give a warm welcome to K.Melody. Okay, how are you? I'm not too bad, not too bad. Thank you so much for coming um, and thank you for making it to the studio in the middle of coronavirus. Yes, yes, it's, it was a hard and treacherous journey on the overground. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine. But we made it, we made it through. Amazing. It's, it's, it's all good, man. It's a, obviously a weird time at the moment, but um, I'm trying for uh, it not to impact my life as as much as I can, and unless it absolutely needs to, so you know, taking the necessary precautions. Of course, um, yeah. Not being in you know too many public spaces, etc. But um, yeah, yeah, we're here, man. Well, must go on. Uh, yes, of course, that's right, and uh, we really appreciate that. And uh, uh, yeah, so let's talk about positive things. Uh, sure. In the hard times, we need some positivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Let's talk about music, your music, and uh, how did you start? What brought you to the music world? Who introduced you to the to the music? Um, how did I start? I started making music a long time ago. Um, I'd say, I think it was my, maybe like my 16th birthday. Um, my parents got me like a really small home studio set up. Um, and it was at a crazy time in London where a lot of people were kind of getting into a lot of trouble or getting hurt and stuff like that. So, and they could see that I had an interest and it was rather than kind of force him to be inside for his own good, but at least like he could be inside and doing something like constructive and yeah. positive that he enjoyed. So yeah, thanks to mum and dad for that because it, it definitely worked out, definitely worked out. Amazing. When you mentioned that uh, a lot of people were getting hurt, what was it, what was it about? Was it uh, um, like... I mean, I don't know. I always tried to kind of stay away from that side of things as I was growing up just because... It just looked difficult and complex to navigate through. Um, it was some, something uh, happening, like violence in your surrounding, basically. Yeah, just just in London in general, really, around that time. Um, mm-hmm. It was around, kind of, we've seen a time of, like, 2006, 2008. It was just, just a hotbed of problems, you know? So, um, yeah, obviously, the show must go on. Like I said, no matter what's kind of happening, you've got to live your day-to-day life. But um, I just don't want to be caught up in that. And I, I really enjoyed listening to music. I, used, I always, was always kind of writing music from a young age. Never kind of ready to perform it or anything like that. But it was something that I liked to do. I spoke to my parents about it and they were like, yeah, we'll get you get you some stuff. It was actually all of the wrong stuff at the time. <laughs> but um, but it worked. <laughs> but it worked. Like, yeah. like that, And that's, like, that's the thing. It's like, where there's a will, there's a way. Like, I made the wrong things work to like make you know audible tracks that I still have somewhere to this day they're not the greatest quality but you know it happens so it's fine but they they brought you to music so 100%, that's, that's 100%, amazing 100%. so would you say that music at the time was like an escape for you maybe a kind of medicine but you know the podcast uh, potentially i've never really looked at it like that potentially it was like an escape maybe in hindsight for sure for sure at the time it was just something cool to do um and I wasn't even really aware of the fact that it was keeping me away from everything else. I just knew that this was just something that was really cool to do. Like, you know, right. you look at a mixer and it looks either intimidating or interesting, one of the two, I think. Mm-hmm. And I found it interesting rather than intimidating. 
So right. I that was just kind of like my whole ethos towards this a lot of stuff. Like even all of the tech in this room, I don't know what any of it does, but I am more than happy to learn. Do you know what I mean? Great. So what does music mean to you now? Oh man, we might be here all day. I don't know how long you've got the studio space. Um, <laughs> For nah. about an hour. <laughs> um what music means to me now is it's it's pretty it's everything and anything, you know, like uh there's there's music in everything, man. Like me and my friends will even like look at colours and say like, ah, oh, that sounds like da 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 you know, mm-hmm. or like hear music and say that sounds like it could be whatever colour. Like I and I sound so like artsy and like uh come on dude. But I really mean that. Like there's just music in everything. It's in every part of your life. It's in movies you watch, TV TV programs. You mm-hmm. like certain TV shows because of their selections of music until you buy a soundtrack, you know? Um yeah. It's it's ingrained in every part of my life. So what it means to me is borderline inconceivable. If that makes sense. So music is pretty much like your life. Yeah, kind of. favorite part of uh, making music um my favorite part is the little gap between the writing and recording process mm-hmm. so depending on how it is that i'm recording i might kind of just walk up to the mic and just say whatever comes to my head or i might have a beat playing and write for a little while mm-hmm. that's the bit there because i think that's the therapy yeah and like sometimes you surprise yourself mm. uh, but it can also be some of the most stressful parts when you're not getting it right, when you know that you can do better oh, and right. you're not executing it to how it needs to happen. Oh, I see. Um, but yeah, that bit there, because I've been asked this question a few times and I think that's the answer. That's the answer for today anyway. It might okay. change next week, but I don't know. Yeah, of course, it's all process, right? For sure, for sure. Um, and I saw you performing on the uh, uh, Shokas headline show mm. and uh, you were great, absolutely great. Uh, you were engaging with the audience. Uh, they were singing with you, dancing with you. It was it was fabulous. Uh, so can you tell me how do you prepare for your concerts? Um, I take it pretty seriously. Uh, I like to rehearse at least once or twice before any show that I do, if I can. Do you re- rehearse at the venue or? Uh, no, no. I kind of me and my DJ. He's got a studio set up at his, okay. and um, and we go there, and we just kind of knock through the the set that we're looking to build or or plan for. If I'm in a in a run of shows where I've got kind of like three or four in like consecutive fashion, then I might not rehearse as much because we just did it. So I know what I need to tighten up on, mm-hmm. and vice versa for him. But yeah, I definitely like to take it pretty seriously and rehearse. I like to look at the space that I know I'm going to be performing in. So uh-huh. I'll, I'll have a look at it online, Google Images. All so right. when I'm um, rehearsing, I can close my eyes and figure out what it might look like. 
Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I see. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, uh, because if you have to own the space and, and fill it with your presence, with yeah. your movement, yeah, yeah, exactly. you have to have an idea beforehand. Yeah yeah, 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 of course, that makes sense. So uh, what is your uh, main inspiration uh, to write lyrics? Oh, man. Um, my main inspiration, I, I honestly don't know. It depends what I'm writing about. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are it, the main subjects? Like recently or things that matter to you uh, recently that uh, brought you to, I don't know, your desk where you sat down, got the pen or computer. Okay. I mean, usually the beat will dictate that for me. Uh So I'll play the beat first and then that will tell me what I'm going to write about. Unless I've had a particularly, a particular type of day or week or what have you. Uh, So I might have spent like a long time with my girl and we were just having a great time. And it's going to make me want to sit down and write about our experiences mm-hmm. or I might have had a rough week at work or just life in general is just tough so the beat that's played might then dictate those words kind of coming out of me so it's kind of mm-hmm. roughly what I'm going through at the time or sometimes I might just want to challenge myself and write about something different mm-hmm. um so sorry I know that's not a very direct answer but no, no that makes that sense answer yeah to I'm... the process I guess Every, everyone has a has a different process so uh it's it's yeah it's actually like uh, interesting because um it, it's like as you said uh when you when you live you look around and you see ca- a color and that means music to you so be, perhaps you have to hear the beat to name the, the thought or emotion that you currently have in your mind yeah for sure very interesting process and um so is there any particular reaction that you are looking for uh, when you're sharing your tracks with the audience? Um, I mean, l- like most artists, I won't say all because I can't speak for all, but like most artists, I just want people to like it. Um, I, I'm a really like, normal person. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have anything mad, like, extracurricular, which means that I'm too dissimilar to the people who might listen to my music. So the majority of experiences that are coded in my music should be relatable, or at least I would mm-hmm. imagine so anyway. Yeah. Um, so just just for people to enjoy it and, and relatability, really. If, if I could help anyone through anything or kind of bring two people together or something, oh man, I'd be over the moon. But oh. um, just I just want someone to, to, to enjoy it. And, and if they didn't enjoy it, just be able to tell me why. Left and side, bunny left and side. 
Machines sitting on Orion's belt Tapping beats heaven sent Fuck it bro, give them hell Cause these dreams are intergalactic I might pass through space and time Before you catch this It's like I play with matches Spitting written from my mattress Intangers in the tandems Arsenal win all these hat tricks So let me make it clear I'm really trying to take it there If you can't see the vision Then my friend you have a lazy ear And in this occupation I belong among the constellations Shoes to complications I have not yet bought my spaceship So every day I'm saving meaning Every day I'm training Ready for walk of fame Ain't no a star by lanes I'm paving and this This is my tell me about late shift the whole project both the late shift and spectrum are both completely produced by my boy uh semantic one mm-hmm. who lives in australia now but he didn't obviously while we were making the the music mm-hmm. um and we were getting ready to to mix we were going to mix he was mixing all the beats and i mixed all of the vocals for the late shift um and he was like dude i've got one more beat that i just want to play you let me know what you think about this mm-hmm. and he played it and we were in my room and i was just like well this is gonna happen and I just sat and I just wrote, just like, just blank face, just wrote for like maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then, yeah, we had the track. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. quick. Yeah. Sometimes, like, it's 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 a weird one with me sometimes. Like, if I really, really enjoy the, the piece of music or I genuinely feel like deeply inspired by it and I can just kind of tap into this part of myself, it will just come out without a problem. Sometimes mm-hmm. you've got to work a lot harder for it. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just, it's just there. That's just the way the game goes, though. Yeah. yeah, and uh, why the title Late Shift? Uh, kind of because what we were speaking about earlier. Um, before before we actually made the entire project, we had a few kind of skeleton songs, mm-hmm. and we were kind of thinking like, you know what, this sounds originally it was gonna be called Cigarette and Liquor Music because mm-hmm. that's how it felt. It just felt so rich and regal. It felt like decadence, opulence, but like mature opulence. You know, like. Yeah. Um, and it was like, actually, no, like, as rich as it is, it's more it's more relaxed. It's for later. The sun has to have yeah. set before you press play on this kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we went we went for the late shift. And yeah. we took out the eye just because we wanted to feel cool and different. But it did, it did nothing extra. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely the, um, the vibe that I'm getting from most of your tracks. I, I, I really, uh, I listened to them all. And, uh, and most of them, I thought like, oh, they actually sound different in the evening. They make me like relax. There you go. And uh, yeah, they they did like get a very positive effect on me. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, and also uh, another song, Spectrum, that's very um ethereal yeah <laughs> uh can you tell me more about the, the spectrum um yeah I, i'm trying to remember how that came that one came about i think that that was actually one of the first songs we made actually no it's a lie windows was one of the first songs we made for the spectrum ep spectrum again even though it ended up being the title track uh and featured and featured semantic that was one of the last ones we made for that project Mm-hmm. I remember he he kind of played me the beat and I was like, yo. And I was like, you know what we don't have? We don't just have me just kind of like blacking out on one song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want you to join me on this. Because he, I originally, he was introducing me as a rapper, but um, he was like, oh yeah, I make beats too. I'm kind of stepping away from the rap side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, nah, you need to make a return for, for this track. Uh, and yeah, that's how that came about. Okay. And um, who are the musicians that you are mainly listening to uh, as an inspiration? Um, funnily enough, I I don't listen to that much rap anymore. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of R&B. 
like oh, okay. a lot of R&B um, with little like twinkles of rap now and again. So I listened to like a lot of Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. I know his first album pretty much front to back. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Summer Walker, I'm listening to a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Um, LMA. Uh, just, yeah, man, a lot of soulful stuff. Really, really soulful stuff. Throwing it back as well, some Jill Scott, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Lauren Hill. Uh, I'm always listening to Little Sims, though. That's like yeah. the kind of like hip-hop, R&B hybrid perfection <laughs> that like I just I just always appreciate. Still Listen Wonderland is probably one of my favorite albums. Okay, great. And uh, apart from music, you also do very, a lot of interesting stuff. Um, I've heard you have a collective for, for ordinary individuals with extraordinary goals. Can hey, you tell me more yes, about we do, it? Yes, we do. Um, Regnard forever, man. Um, yeah, the Regnard family. Basically, we're, we are exactly that. We're a collective of ordinary individuals with extraordinary goals. Um, and that's just... That's just who we hope to kind of jump on board of us as we go through this. So we're a group of designers, videographers, photographers, musicians, producers, writers, um, kind of just like a one-stop shop for your creativity, really. Mm-hmm. You want to you wanna paint a picture, we could do that for you. You want to design a cover, we could do that for you. You want to make a whole album and like sell it to a label, we could do that for you. Um, so yeah, like that's that's just where we are. Uh, that's what we do. But we're just like a band of brothers, man. We, we really love each other. We just hang out all the time and then every now and again create some stuff. And we've got our own podcast as well. Amazing. Uh, well, not a podcast, but long format content show. Uh, okay. Like radio, yeah. Great, great. So uh, can you tell us where we can find the, the show? Yeah, you could listen to that on Kiki. Um, and we have the link in our description on our Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Okay, perfect. At We Are Regnard. Realize every girl's no dream. Okay, <laughs> great. And um, so what, uh, what are you working on uh, now? Are there any upcoming shows or songs that you're working on? Yes, yeah, so I have an EP that's tucked away uh, in the wings that I'm hoping to bring out later on this year. Um, I'm not going to say too much on it now. Okay. Just because things change so much. Um, but yeah, just, just kind of we're about to go to mix actually mm-hmm. uh, and hoping to get it mastered afterwards. Um, and then yeah visuals hopefully as well so yeah I'm in the process of bringing out something else but I'm still very much riding the late shift wave because I really really enjoyed that project so I want people to know that that's like what I'm pushing at the moment Tell me again if it fails. If it fails, if it fails. 
you have any shows planned uh, for late shift? A month after it launched, um, I was saying I've got my brother with me. Um, mm-hmm. And we, so we played with a full band and my brother was part of the band. He played second guitar in the band. Um, and it was it was an amazing show. It was an amazing night. The first and only show I've ever had my parents come down. To. Oh. But yeah, that's that's when you know it's special, right? You know? Right, yeah. Um, so, Why yeah. don't they go to more shows? Just because I don't ask them to come. I wouldn't be able to take the pressure. Oh, no, wow. No, no so, like the most difficult. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've person. performed in front of more people than I did for the show. And oh, that was good. by far the most nervous I've ever been. Oh. Just because I had my parents in the front row. Oh, and how did it go? Very well. Very well. Did you know what's crazy? There were actual hiccups in the show. Mm-hmm. But I was having such a good time, I just didn't care. And I, I, I've never been able to say that for any of my shows before. I always come up like, he'll be able to tell you. I'll come off stage and I'm like, yeah, it was cool. But I messed up here, here, and here. And it's just like, that one, I just didn't mind. I just didn't mind. I felt so free. I was so happy. It was my favorite show I've ever done. But do you think people notice that? Because sometimes in our head, like, you know, we do something wrong, not planned on the stage, but actually people don't notice that and they still enjoy the gig. I mean, probably not. Realistically, probably not. But I mean, I know. I know what know. did your mom say? Uh, she loved it, man. She, so there you go. Yeah, so she recorded like the whole, like, the whole hour that yeah. I was on stage. I don't know how armed didn't get cramp or whatever, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was that was a great show, man. So we've we've done a late shift show. Uh and at this point going forward, I'm honestly not too sure what's gonna happen. Of yeah, course. Due to yeah. the kind of coronavirus happening. Yeah. So that's yeah. Um like my manager was saying that we were meant to have some shows booked for um for a few months time uh, out in New York and that was gonna be really cool. But I mean everything happening at the moment, I don't really know what's going on, so well let's let's hope for the best yeah for sure and for sure. Uh, i'm sure uh you know uh there were different difficult moments in the history that people went through yeah and now we have obviously the corona problem uh however it's definitely going to come to an end at some point and we just have to stay positive yeah for sure is there any positive message you'd like to send to our audience in the difficult times Uh, just stay calm if you can it's really really easy to panic especially where everywhere you look uh it's it might not even be a negative message about the fact that coronavirus is happening but it's just it's hard to escape the conversation if you're if you just for a moment Mm -hmm. so just try and stay calm like you said this isn't the first time the planet has gone through something like this it's just the first time our generation of people has gone through something like this so the planet will still be here i'm pretty sure hopefully most of us will still be here it's incredibly scary times just look look out for for what you need to follow all of your precautions and yeah and just take every day as it comes and i will add to that uh if you look for some positivity and if you want to relax put on case music (laughs) definitely (laughs) that will help so uh, for everyone who is uh, not following Kay find him on Instagram k.melody thank you very much for coming Kay no worries thank you so much for having me I I hope that uh, the crisis will end and I will see you soon again on the stage your performances are great so I need some positive energy as well Uh, so let's hope let's hope for the best and yeah stay positive and and happy Definitely. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks a lot. Cheers.